0: Smithy, this episode of Ain't That Swell is brought to you by Billabong and the Burley Single Fin Festival on this weekend. Kicks off the Savo. in fact, if you're listening to this on a Friday, 4 o'clock this afternoon. Get down to the Burley Bowls Club. We're going to be putting on a live, free Ain't That Swell extravaganza featuring Arkell, the greatest human in the world. Liam O'Brien, lobby, redemption has come, my friend. The snapped ankle, a distant memory, ready to... Cut loose on the CT. Jay Bottle-Thompson, Supercoach of the Stars, and uh, plenty more shenanigans. Coming up with uh, what will be the funnest weekend to kick off the competitive year.
1: Is there a better afternoon in this grand continent than an Arvo on the green, but a bit of green between your lips, mm-hmm. the nice cold bolo beer in front oh, of you? Oh, magic, Can't mate. Me?
0: Burly board riders, mate. They, you know, normally throw on some huge skits fucking lunch. That's been brushed in favour of the uh, Ain't That Swell live show. Free entry, Burley Bowls Club, the Savo, 4pm. A return to old-fashioned values. We'll be there. Bong on. Yeah, and if you can't get there, get down to the single fin. It's on all weekend. Legends, world champs, and fucking burnt units. You cannot believe how many old fucking surfer, weathered, leathered, Fucking heroes of yesteryear paddle out on the singly smithy that's It's a cosmic it. apricot a mate. Oh,
1: isn't it? Go and collect a bit of your favourite 80s, 70 surfing heroes, skin, <laughs> a skin <laughs> flake. Go and bring a Jalvian pocket a full collection of skin flakes.
0: Oh, so that's on all weekend and uh, up the bong. Up the bong for support, mate. That's well. And the burly single fin. A throwback to the pure degenerate days of surf comps on the point. Ah!
1: Hey, uh, well, first of all, I like to say, and
2: I hate be gonna find me because I wanna be a part of this fucking dumb wannabe tennis tour. You know, I think they got their his testicles so far out their mouths that this is bullshit, you know? I'm not thinking about that right now, I'm just thinking about having won the world title and, and hopefully trying to win another one someday. You just drop in and just smack the cool back, drop down, say ah. bye.
1: Well, I'll tell you still, I did travel some humongous ways.
2: Just
1: a table, please? Oh, that looks good, haven't Not bad. Ain't That Swell with Jen and Vaughn.
2: Oh, those guys are back! <laughs> Get a haircut,
1: yeah. Yes, Shredheads, Waxheads, kooks, and barnies, welcome to Ain't That Swell, the radio show dedicated to cutting fucking sick. I'm your host, the two time gold cone piece. Award winner, Scum Valley's finest himself, the punch drunk Pikey, the Sultan of psilocybin, the Maestro of micro dosing, And I'm joined here as always by my loyal co host and friend, frontman of the Goons of Doom, former editor of Surfing World magazine, Attracts magazine, and
0: Waves magazine, Vaughn rinsed corn, deadly. Hey. G'day, Smivy. Good to be back, mate. We're in the shed. The new year has begun. There's been plenty of swell. Not that I've been surfing. Still on the mend, mate. Still on the mend. But uh, far out. How good has it been? It's just, the year feels like, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Smivy, but it does feel like there's been a cosmic shift. There's been sort of three years of uncertainty uh questioning suspicion fucking division it's all been up in the air but i don't know man something feels different about this year there seems to be some sort of positive positive cosmic vibration that is starting to seep into my bloodstream i can feel it happening globally
1: couldn't agree more, Vaughn. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know uh, what was seeping into my bloodstream over New Year's Eve, but uh, it was definitely <laughs> a concoction of, uh, you know, earthly grown mycelium, uh, mm. some uh, strangely lucid horse tranquilizer, and uh, some miscellaneous blue powder that I dipped my pinky finger in. But. All I know is it's put a fair wind up me. It's uh, 2023, it's kicked off of a bang. I've got a fair old RM Williams shiny boot up the coit and I'm ready to rip
0: right go in. Go, mate, go. Well, you look great. You look, you look surf fit. You look surf drenched. You look salty. Very salty.
1: I've uh, been launched head first into a
0: conical
1: Christmas and a, <sighs> a, a really conical uh, New Year's, really. I, I feel so thoroughly tubed. I'm almost in some kind of... Uh, Malay, the vis- kind of, uh, yeah, my vision is just blurry with pterygiums and memories of blue and brown crystalline tunnels. It's been uh. a full-blown cone off down here in the northern rivers, uh, but not just here. All over the coast, mm. uh, all over the country,
0: uh, except for Vico. <laughs> Suckers! Oh, mate, the oh, poor Victorians. What have they done? Wow. What happened down there? What, what cosmic fucking imbalance has gone down in Victoria for the last three years to have just Oh, just, oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's
1: been bad. And I, I it's think it's a famine I, down there. It's no, it is cone a famine. famine. Oh, it is a cone famine there. yeah. There's emaciated surfers just crawling oh. along the streets down there on the surf coast.
0: Uh, you know, they're cap out looking for a, a donation of mm. a, uh, an old just VHS, one fish, a DVD, one fish, anything. Something's amiss, maybe Something's amiss, in VK We've got to get to the bottom of it. We will. Good people, good surf community. They deserve better.
2: Finger buns just sitting in the room. They're sweet and sticky and absolutely delicious. Finger buns, finger buns, feed your face in finger
0: buns.
2: Finger buns, number four.
1: Californian Levi Slawson drops one of the biggest, cleanest. Backside air revs I've ever seen, and definitely uh, in the last 12 months, a fucking uh, it's right up there with the best waves of 2022. Uh, I mean, just sets it up with a couple of stalls and launches out of the mm. bowl with a semi inverted rotation. But it's the speed, the height, and the silky smooth landing, uh, which he is able to transition straight into a backside snap. That kind of just just inks it. It <laughs> just, just says, this is right up there with the greats. Mm. Just as smooth and big and clean as you can do it.
0: It's, uh, it's beautiful technique, isn't it? I, I think uh, I saw a little clip on Stab. I don't know if it was related to this particular air or or some sort of overview of the year's best rides. But Nathan Fletcher was talking on there saying he was the first. His brother Christian was the first surfer he ever saw stalling to, to get into the right position for the ramp so that you get that perfect huck. And uh, it's true. I mean, uh, the first part of this wave, you can see Levi just – is it Levi? Yeah. Yeah, you can see him just sort of hold him back, hold him back, hold him back, wait, wait, wait. It's almost like the elastic band on the the Shanghai is just getting pulled to full stretch – and then right when he needs to, he just goes, bang, hits the accelerator and just launches off that thing. And it is a rotator for the fucking ages, isn't it? And there were some good ones this year, man. Mm-hmm. There was some good ones. There, yeah. was, there was a couple of backside revs. They all seem to be going down on these little uh, Hawaiian lefts, whether it's rocky lefts or maybe small days of pipe or wherever it's going down. But uh, Hawaii is just setting up the ramps, Mibby. Oh, whoo. I think the
1: most uh, compelling part of that punt was, as you said, just the stall and the timing. Mm. Just the the bowl that he hits, it's just delicious. It's so perfectly done, perfectly timed. Mouth-watering. Mouth-warming. You just feel that butter just oozing down the back of your throat, making Mm. you warm and gooey, kind of like the ketamine drip, but a little bit different. Amazing. Double. Josiah Schmucker packs the mother of all pits in Australia's deep south. Uh, this thing is as fucking nuts as any pit that's gone down on this continent. It, it's a tow job. He's been whipped into it, but uh, yeah, it's a massive offshore bommie down there somewhere, and it's in the ten to twenty foot range. Shades of Jaws, uh, kind of the shades of the Jaws. West Bowl comes from deep. Stands tall through the first section, then has to weave his way out of a section that's kind of threatening to clamp, go a bit higher. But uh, yeah, the the blowout on it is as fucking uh, severe as the most venomous seacock, Vaughn. It is just (laughs) almighty. uh, It was as if Moby Dick himself had coiled up eons of rage and just Mm. blown it all over Josiah's back. He is just (laughs) fucking... Fucking caked in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I got to wonder how many of these sorts of ways has Josiah packed over the years? Has Heath Josky packed? Has uh, even you know our boys, uh, the Patagonia crew, who get down there and get a little sample of it? You're David. Uh, You're David, the dolphin man. Uh, Rastovich's done your, a couple. you Your of- Rossies, but but there's a uh, you know your camel. I mean, how many of how many just fucking pure underground desert crusted. Core lords have packed waves like this. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, his daddy is a, a pioneer of that wave. Mm. And I would say that there's no one better out there than Josiah. So it, it stands to reason that he would get the end game mm. cone. And yeah. that he
0: did, Vaughn, Yeah. No, it's a beauty. I remember actually um, years and years ago, Smithy, we did a hardcover book. Uh, like kind of a, a throwback tribute to the surfing worlds of ye olde times. Uh, Hugh and Bruce used to bring out sort of a hardcover book, maybe like once every four or five years, and they were pretty much always dedicated to desert desert trips. You know what Hugh and Bruce were like. They were flipping lineups and calling them these Human fantastical and, and names. Hugh and Bruce Shannon. Yeah, yeah, basically. Two of the greats of yeah, the Yeah, 25 years of, uh, of running Surfing World started off... Oh, it's a funny, isn't it, the trajectory of, uh, you know, the, the long-term media stalwarts. It always starts off with, uh, you know, you're covering the World Tour and you, you, uh, your content is basically 95% top-line uh, competitive pros. But by the end of your tenure, tenure, whether you're Hugh and Bruce or you're Andrew Kidman or you're freaking Joel Patterson or Steve Pesman or whatever, you, you just lose interest in that side of things. And in the end, like pro surfers couldn't even get a run in surfing world for the last 10, 15 years of Hugh and Bruce's time there. And they, instead, they focused on just going to the desert with a, ha- a handful of core lords or underground rippers and just getting these uh, incredible waves that were on. Uh, never, ever given it up, but just creating these beautiful books, which is what we did. We had uh, Josiah. We had um, Laurie Towner was on the cover of one of those. And, mate, the boys are surfing bombies and swells that would hold up to anything that we're seeing now. And this is like 15 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. Mm, mm. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's just funny, that trajectory. Eh? You always start off caught, caught in the glitter and the headlights, and I guess when you first get your job, you've kind of got that, uh, that advertising world leaning on you to sort of, yeah, let's get another John John cover. Let's get another this happening, you know. And eventually, like John John y- himself, you just get in your boat and you sail off to fucking... Hunt Seacock. And that's it, Smithy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <There's> nothing. <laughs> uh, once Pipeline has not become uh, any great challenge, the next challenge is out there on the horizon <laughs> in the form of a tremendous deep sea Seacock. And, yeah, I, I couldn't... Does, agree. You, you agree. Like, Kit- oh. Kinman's
0: another one. Started off with, uh, you know, all his peers. He, he was an Australian champion. He, he ran, like, the young hot mag with Gonad Man and, and a huge climb. And next thing, you know, by the end of his time, it was Wayne Lynch, Jim Banks... Uh, Terra Pie Richmond on consecutive covers. And, uh, you know, your Slaters and your Dorians and all that. Pff, just gave them the fun
1: lick! Yeah, I think it gets to that point. I couldn't agree more, and I'm definitely on that same trajectory. Mm. And uh, I guess kind of harks back to the fact that, you know, surfing as a sport, it's, it's not a comfortable fit. It's, it's not exactly a sport. It's kind of a culture and a lifestyle and an art form. Uh, and, and once, you know, you add the, once you layer the industry and all the money and the glitz and the uh, hero worship on top of that, uh, the sport, the industry, those two sides of it, they're, they're kind of, they exist for marketing's sake to move product and I think the, the longer you surf and, and the deeper you go into it you just kind of fall mm-hmm. out of love with that you realise especially if you're working in the media that it's a bit of a hologram it's the, the real shit the, the great stories are all happening in the underground And I, I couldn't agree more I thoroughly enjoy uh, you know travelling country in the world and, and, and the people you meet mm. along the way who surf with the ability of a professional surfer in their chosen wave. You know, they've often dedicated their lives <laughs> to a specific wave and they're as good as anyone out there. Camel mm. at G-Land, Kemal at um, you know, you, oh, every Travis Potter at One Palm of fucking, I don't know, like there's a million different uh, versions of this yeah. kind of character. Macaulay Jones at Sabatu or fucking Predator neo, sort
2: of the...
0: You know what' Predator, the secret The, the
1: ba- Banco, Banko <laughs> <laughs> no longer a secret but it's no
0: every wave has its has its just dedicated call yeah. there's there's a skit slab out there for for everyone and and most people will find that wave you know like if you go down to um deep south w a uh you've got your, yeah. your kale Grigsons That's and it. your Kirby uh,
1: Browns and yeah
0: yeah, you know, all the the crew who hack that right up and mm. they've just been on it with no real Sense of anything other than just being in the moment with that wave on a meat swell mm. and copping it, but geez, it goes back a long way, doesn't it? Like that to work in the surf media and to watch people change as the longer they stay in it, the more kind of disenchanted and cynical they get with the industry. I mean, the most enduring surf film of all time. Uh, well, it's it's Morning the Earth, isn't it? In Australia, at least, maybe Endless Summer it, to uh, the American audience, but. That is literally an entire generation who had grown up at the birth of surfing as an industry. Just going, we don't want any part of this. Mm. We want to head up the coast and fucking grow chickens and shape boards and eat veggies.
1: Yeah. And that, that exists in every surfer. Mm. It really does. Like the, there is such an ambivalence towards the industry and, and professional surfing amongst people who've spent their whole lives doing it. It's like, it's almost like the, it's nauseating at times, and uh,
0: and it's it's a calling that is spiritual, right? Like, I mean, you, you can't. You said this uh, last episode. You can't spend a lifetime in the ocean without one day understanding. Like, even if you're the most fucking jet ski meathead, tube hounding, fucking greedy cunt, you're gonna one day wake up and go, "Hang on a minute, this isn't where it's at. This is like there's it, it, got to be an epiphany, doesn't there? You just you can't get barreled endlessly and endlessly on the back of skis and think that it's going to be all good when you get older. Yeah. Or do you?
1: Well, no. It's like uh samsara, I think the Buddhists call it. A, a dog chasing its tail. Like, you can't expect to get the same enjoyment from the same mm. experience over and over again. And I guess that's the beauty of surfing is that those coning days only come around every now and then and in between you got to take twin fins to a fat point break or mm. grovel some shit beachy and, uh, you know, like that's all part of the experience. So it's like we're naturally in balance because the ocean just doesn't provide all the time. Mm. Um, but for me, the most interesting thing about these underground guys is just that what they have to do to make their lifestyle work, like to make uh, this relationship with the wave that they – covet it so much you know these guys are so interesting they work on oil and gas rigs they install mm. solar they fucking are commercial fishermen um, you know once upon a time drug traffickers <laughs> are, you know, still yep. drug traffickers yep. but uh, yeah and they have such character because they've had to to fucking grit and mm. bite down on the cork and do fucking mad cuntish jobs in really difficult scenarios and it, it breeds a can well, breed a what's a layer of character. Not necessarily it doesn't necessarily breed humility. A lot of those guys still have uh um you know no actually it does breed humility. The mm. older they get the more humble they oh, get. there's no doubt. The young guys think that there's an entitlement uh, to waves because yeah. they've sacrificed all this to be near that wave. Like, oh, I'm living in this fucking hot and dusty joint and working this fucked job. Um, so this wave is mine. Mm. Like, And you guys can fuck off. But as you get older and as you've had your fill and as you've had enough boards in mm. the face and it reefs up the cornhole, um, you start to chill out a bit. And
0: That's true. And I actually find the most cynical and the most bitter... Uh, elders in the tribe Are the people who Just don't surf anymore Exactly they're the, they're the crew Sitting on the park bench With a You know the, the mug of coffee Going Fuck yeah. All they're
1: out there On the shoulder uh, You know Pulling back On heaps of waves And, and just frustrated At their own Declining ability mm. Mm.
0: I start driving off to where the spirit ever comes to land It's time to go We're on the dusty highway Heading home Heading for Catherine, Baltimore,
2: Matter Station For my yeah now I up, driving off, breaking down, getting lost As the side so all-
1: Another for the core lords, Vaughn rinsed corn deadly, Joey Johnston, one of the underground groms from Oahu, gets one of the best backdoor waves ever. Mm. Uh, This thing is so unlikely. It's just out of control. Knife's a full-blown 10-footer at the backdoor and uh, barely gets to the bottom of this thing before it just takes off. Freight training past him. He's uh, basically just fully extended, packing what to him is basically a closeout Mm. at that point. But uh, something strange happens. Uh, You know, he finds a a trippy little air pocket about 10 feet back in this thing. It blows its guts out. He's still nowhere to be seen. And just as the second section starts running off, he comes flying through it like a down on his luck used car salesman trying to catch the last bus mm. home born. Not old Gil. Come on, wait for old Gil. But uh, it just slows up just enough. And, yeah, he just the second section rifles off, goes a bit foamy. There's all kinds of turbulence and narrow exit, he's ducking, weaving, compressing, and uh comes out in that miraculous doggy door, the secret Narnia wardrobe door that Jake Patterson left for him uh, mm. from the final of the 98
0: mm. Five Masters. It's a Bruce. spectacular wave. He's, da- he's done uh, really well here. When I think of the great backdoor tube rides, mate, I, I, there's only one for me that will stand forever atop the pile, and that's the Tom Curran circa 91, Mm. 92, somewhere around there where, you know, it's on the cover of Searching for Tom Curran and it's just that beast one and his body positioning, he's so low, he comes through the foam ball and even the way that it it just tapers into nothing uh, after he comes out and he does that weird little stylish cutty at the end, that, that, that to me will be the pinnacle backdoor ride. But the thing about backdoor is that it never sort of does the same wave over and over and over again. So some of them run... And keep running. Some of them just do the big blowout into a closeout. Some of them are just uh, just the big nug and uh, launch you into a little ramp. And some of them move down to off the wall. Like, it's just a – it's such a fucking mixed bag. But this guy has just navigated this wave to perfection.
1: Yeah. And the one thing I love about just barrels and, in particular, the, the volume of people getting barreled on the daily is that every now and then you get these glitch pits and uh, – you know, there's some kind of splintering of the mycelium web, a, a fracture in, in time and space that allows someone to exist in a in a strange limbo between deathly destruction and the greatest vision on Earth. I mean, C.J. Hobgood's Tenet Chopes is definitely in that uh, mm. glitch pit conversation. Uh, I can think of a wave of Sean Briley's at uh, the pipeline, uh, where he basically punches through what looks to be a a five meter chandelier and mm. comes out giving the up yours to the fucking crowd. Obviously, <laughs> currents at are uh, off the wall or back door, wherever it was. Towner, laureate, mm. uh,
0: off the wall, off the yeah. wall.
1: I think it was. And yeah, just th- this is another in in that list of cosmic conical
0: journeys. Joey Johnston, Jojo Junior. Mm. Now nah, it's a uh, it's a classic ride. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you, Smitty, When or how many waves have you caught in your life where you clutch your head when you come out? You know, like, uh, not, like, blow your nose and lift your bodies. Not, like, punch the air and and claim it, but, like, where you actually hold your head in disbelief. Like, you you grip your skull between your fingers and you're looking around and your face is just, like, making the scream mask, but for real.
2: Yeah.
1: Not more (laughs) than three, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, like... Because they are so rare. They're so few and far between, man. And like to baffle yourself on that level, to be in the right spot, on, on the right wave, at, the, you know, at that perfect moment in time where the universe is just saying, have this, do with it what you will, and you have the fucking, for some reason, you are just in the spot and you can nail it. God, that's a good feeling, man. I don't know. Is that like, fuck, it's hard to feel better than that.
1: Absolutely, and I mean, it comes at a, the right time in your life, mm. that wave. It's like you've dedicated enough time to this wave, you're fully chakra aligned, uh, you're on the cosmic path, and you get the fucking endgame glitch cone. And Joey Johnston actually has one of the best pipe waves I've ever seen, just to go with that. Mm. It, 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 jump on his Instagram, have a squeeze, I think it was from 2022... Pretty sure the backdoor shootout. Mm. So January this time last year, more or less. And uh, mate, this thing—it's the most harrowing drop you'll ever see. At pipe up there with that uh, Japanese. Oh,
0: Kaito 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 Kaito. Ah, I've, I know who. I know the guy. He's, yeah, uh, he's the guy who does the um, he's the guy who does the hat swap with uh, Mason at right. uh, Desert Point in the back of Red Monkey Full Moon. Right, That's the right. same dude. Yeah, yeah. It's similar. <laughs> that wave is still probably the heaviest pipe. Wave I've seen,
1: yeah, and and this one is is on par with it. It's just mm. like when pipe really stands tall, like when it stands as tall as it possibly can on first reef. It's fully in that fifteen to twenty foot range. Yeah. Like it's fucking so high, mm. and he's basically under the lip, knifing one, uh, just a f- as elevator a drop as he can possibly get, and uh, you know he doesn't get super deeply pitted. It's a it's a bit of a, a pocket ride. Uh, yeah, it's kind of barrel, but like this uh, kind of reminiscent of that CJ Hobgood wave at, at Chopes, in a sense. That, that iconic, mm. iconic wave at yeah. his, where you know it was, it was at the time so far above anything anyone had seen paddled, but doesn't get the full vish, mm. but still like so committed. The, the, the drop watching someone go for a drop of that magnitude, like a technical, critical drop on a barreling. 15-foot wave mm. is just the pinnacle oh, of surfing. The, yeah. And this kid's like a fucking lifeguard or some shit, just another working Joe looking for a little bit of time off where he can get his snout in the trough and get a couple
0: of cones. <laughs> just, just rifle out a few truffles, a little viz truffle.
1: Joey Johnson, big doff of the calf. Big doff. The gaff, I- the calf, the,
0: the gaff, the fucking whatever. Yeah. I'm doffing. I'm no, doffin', yeah. big doff. And he's clashing the gaff. Full grip, and you could feel the thing starting to crack under the pressure of disbelief. And uh, to offer the cap to Kaito Matsuoka. That's his name. Yeah. Big respect for that one back in 2019. Oh, go check it out.
1: Number two. Waimea River Wave goes thermonuclear born. Uh, About 400 mil landed in the catchment inland of Waimea and uh, created the most skits river wave of all time, surely. I think uh, J.O.B. claimed, the great Great. Jamie O'Brien, that it was, quote, the gnarliest experience ever. Did you see me almost die? I got sucked into the vortex of all vortexes and... uh, I mean, Vaughn, if he thought that vortex was bad, you should have seen the swirling abyss he was in once the E. coli hit that arvo. My sources tell me he was hugging the bowl and squirting out both ends like a human eclair. (laughs) Messy stuff, but uh, worth it for the rare opportunity to bog a couple of turns in a chopped up novelty wave. Oh, Um,
0: geez, it didn't look like much fun, did it? It looked fantastic. Fucking scary ass, man. And there wasn't just the usual crew of, you know, litters and uh, skimboarders and all the normal, uh, you know, there was just, I think it was Dylan Graves tried to have a crack at it. And he never even got down the first little lump onto that glassy bit. He just got completely swept out to sea. And, yeah, I mean, uh, far out, man. That just looked terrifying to me.
1: It's hard to Full believe Full bowl. Can, yeah. Just a
0: churning, churning bowl.
1: It's hard to believe you can survive that. The amount of water rushing through there, it looks like you'll just die as soon as you fell off your board.
0: And the water must have... I'd love to know how fast it was going, because Jamie O, we know how good he is on on his feet. He looked all over the shop just trying to maintain balance on that thing.
1: Mm. Mad, mad. Kind of brought back memories of some of the most iconic Riverwave sessions, and I was thinking back to one. It might be in... Endless Summer 2, or I distinctly remember Ben Severson, the bodyboard mm. pioneer, surfing like ruler-edge tubes in that river mouth, yeah. like the water draining out and it's just creating this mental tripped-out barreling rip bowl and he's just sitting in pits on his mm. boog. So yeah. that, that happened, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think
0: so. Yeah, I don't know if it was Endless Summer 2 or it could have been, but I've definitely seen that Waimea River mouth like near perfect, like dead glassy, nice little funnel. Whipping up, and I guess the sand moves so quickly there that you know, you, uh, your wave that starts on one side like moves down to another side and it just keeps digging out new little stationary waves.
1: That's so strange.
0: But the, the most tripped out one I've ever seen is that uh, Zambia one, that Zambezi one. Mm. You know, they just, that's like tripped out. That's so hectic.
1: What a trip that must have been. Harry Bryant and Dylan Graves, wasn't mm.
0: it? Yeah, well, way, way back, I remember someone just turned up with a shot of this dude. A goof, just doing a larry inside this fully perfect stationary right-hander and uh, in the Zambezi River, I'm pretty sure. But, jeez, it's a mission to get to, and uh, I don't know. How fun Mm, can it be? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that Wyoming Bay one looks fucking gross, as. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? When you get those big downpours of rain, you really don't know what. The GMO you're swimming in, mate. Look at Talk about... uh, yeah, rinsing your corn with some suspect <laughs> chemicals. I mean, Jesus, yeah. the the glyphosate, the uh, I mean, who knows what's in the the turds of the the Hawaiian uh-huh. population at large? All these morbidly obese mainlanders have come over fleeing mm. capitalism, only to dive deeper into the behavioural patterns. Well,
0: you've seen the, the GMO modified corn that changes colour and all that sort of thing, right? Oh, yeah. It goes I mean, from uh, yellow imagine,
1: to gra- you, you touch it and yeah. it changes colour.
0: Imagine like Mason, Jamie and Dylan Graves's corn after that YMA session. Yeah. It looked like a freaking
1: disco in there. Oh, no, it look like hundreds and thousands. It's just every colour is different. <laughs> it's every kernel. Wild. Number one. Best Waves of 2022, a sick little edit on Stab Magazine or Stab Premium, one of the two. We watched it and, uh yeah, I mean, so, some. it was just a great compilation of, of, of the best waves ridden in the last 12 months. Sad to see, actually, that Joey Johnston's pipe cone didn't make it in there. Now It did, uh, number I, 17. No, that was the backdoor one. Oh, the yeah, right. Oh, one. the yeah, pipe the, one. The left, the so that was this year, was it? I think so. Mm. But maybe I'm wrong. But, uh yeah, anyway. Uh, yes, yeah, so a list of the others. Nate Florence's uh, Mulligmore Cone. We thought it was maybe a little bit down the list. Mm. They, they seem to favour aerial wizardry mm. over vortex shamanism. Mm. And that's controversial always in the hallways of this
0: program, Vaughn. I'll tell you what I liked. I'll tell you what I liked, maybe, Uh in this list. I liked uh, well Levi Swanson, who, who we talked about at the very top of the program. That big backside huck came in second last, twenty-one. I mean, it's it's in the list, so it's not last last or anything like that. But only twenty-first for Stab, who also placed uh, an air a couple of air revs at number one and two. Mm. So Aiden Osborne's uh, huge. Um, Front side rotator into a into basically like a fucking shock wave that should have sent him to Mars.
1: Probably the biggest section a uh, full road air revs ever been attempted mm, off.
0: I but think I don't know if I can rate that over Nate Florence's Mulligmore foam ride. Like, is that the best? Is that the best backside wave ever surfed? Well, it's up there for me. Yeah,
1: well, definitely one of the most consequential uh, and technical and critical. And yeah, I mean, then you factor in all the the other like kind of. Uh, Peripheral stuff, you know. Mm. He's at a wave. He's barely ever surfed. He's in five millimeter rubber. He's from the tropics. Yeah, it was, it was everything
0: a, it about Herculean it. Herculean effort, demanding. Like I mean, and then even um, Sierra Kerr is at number two for uh, a full rotor during stab high, which oh, it's a big moment for women surfing. But it's not like women aren't being inspired by what blokes are doing in the surf anyway. You know what I mean? Like I, it's, it's, Yes, I understand that it breaks through that glass ceiling that is constantly being broken at the moment. We talk about it a lot. You know, uh, you see someone break the four-minute mile and all of a sudden everyone can do it. Uh, so, yeah, it's inspiring. But is it number two in the most spectacular rides of the year, Smithy? I just don't know. And mm. I love Sierra and I love that turn. I'm just saying. Bit weird. But I loved Michael Ho being in the top five. Yes. That was just, I mean, fucking talk about inspiration, man. You're getting a bit older. You get half your bow cut out. That's what you want to see. Sixty-two year olds just packing it at backdoor. That's up there for me in one of the best backdoor rods. absolutely ever seen.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: And um, yeah, I think. Uh, and the other one I thought was a bit trippy was Noz's Nozvid closer not being further up the list. Like the I mean, acid fuck, drop dude. on
2: a
1: filthy, it's stepping deep south slab. Like,
0: wow! If wow. Noah's paddling in after a wave because he doesn't want to hurt himself anymore. Like, you know that it's fucking legit. So that one to me is a bit – that's that's slipped way down the, the list.
1: How crazy is it just watching that drop again? Should have been higher. How he almost has to dig the board out. Like, it starts to angle sideways. Mm. Like, it's for all money uh, a pin drop out of the lip. And he just somehow actually pivots the board into going straight off the ledge again. Like, it, the, the lip is – even taking him sideways on the fucking oh, dry, or the offshore, whatever it is, you're so right. Oh, there's a, there's wow. so
0: much micromanagement going on in such a short, intense period of space. Hey, like it is fucking every single little like minuscule second has to be handled perfectly for him to surf that wave and make it.
1: It looks like it's, it's, it's entering the realm of board slide and he just goes, he just fucking manhandles it. He just, that, that weird, crazy muscle memory and mm. confidence that those guys have where they're just like, they've committed fully to the wave and they're like, I'm, I'm, I believe I can make this. And at no point is there any hesitation, disbelief, lack of commitment. He just fucking digs it out of the trough and just parachutes oh. down that thing straight into the big, bad womb of thick, Vig,
0: thick man. Absolute beast wave. Should have been further up the list for me, Smitty. Um, so, okay. the waves. Sorry, mate. I, I just wanted to, to know, uh, you know, this is, this is a fun list. Uh, half the fun of, like, going through this list is sort of picking it to pieces. And I think they did a really good job, really, of, of uh, not just curating it all, but, you know, putting it in this format epic watch no matter what you do you're going to be frothing when you check it out but not
1: this reeks of to me this reeks of shinja dalby the punt wizard the graphic designer <laughs> he's always he's always pushing the punt barrow in life and yeah uh, you know just there's no respect to the the cone of mortal conequence anymore i think it's all that, about tech
0: wizardry well they're, they're always on the cutting edge they don't really look backwards i think the the how surfers get paid is the most you know fucking what, what the closest thing you could do to a uh a piece on relics because mm. I mean they go all the way back to the nineties in it, uh, so that's that's their their whole shtick is the cutting edge. So you can see why they're pushing the airs. But a uh, 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 cones of mortal conicence passe eh? is that what you're trying to tell me, Vaughn? Well, I don't know. Maybe as it is in stab World, but what about waves that didn't make the list? Maybe I just want to uh, look because let's just just have a look here, right? So, Goat Medina and Ilo all have waves in this list, but none of them are in the top ten. John John is uh, really the first uh, big CT guy to crack it, and he's uh, only at number 10 with a a wave at Eva.
1: Curious selection. Out of 12 months of John surfing, although a lot of it was laid up with injury, Mm. But, uh, yeah, to see him just kind of ripping off a, a couple of skits, classical hacks, and a, a big alley-oop at Hallieva, again, I guess they're looking for the, the technical progressive combos over the cones of mortal conequins, because he's had a fucking couple of them. Oh,
0: mate, that, just his pipe heat at the start of the year in the Billabong pipe pro, the heat against Joao Shanka. Mm. But, man, um, uh, a few little factoids here for you, Smith. Uh, nothing from the CT made the list. Uh, And there were some pretty worthy heats and uh, performances that we'll get into in a second. The first wave that's in a heat is Rhys Moore's Backdoor One from the Pipe Masters, so not a CT, Mm. but pretty epic wave. She's the first woman in the list too. That's at number six. And then, uh, yes, Sierra Kerr's Full Rotor from Stab High, so that's sort of an event. But can I just run you through a few of the waves that I felt could have been in this list? Um, Ethan Ewing. Anything from J-Bay pretty much. He, he would just flawlessly surf that event from beginning to end. Slater saying at one point, you know, that's that's as good as surfing gets. Uh, I don't know if, you know, I could see, for example, uh, Slater's wave from No Kandui that's in this list. It's uh, a nothing it's, wave. It's a bit of a nothing I'm very wave. very surprised that that's in the yeah, list. Yeah. I don't even think the
1: goat would remember that and one. And
0: even, you know, just like one-turn waves compared to some of the fucking waves that Ethan put together. Yeah, something to think about. McGilly bottom? what about his chope side oh, slip down into wow. the just the guts of this fucking crazy orb spewed into the channel, uh, seacock spray all over him. And uh, that was like one of the rides of the year, Sure,
1: 100%. That was the riskiest, most critical chope's drop imaginable. I mean, uh, that kid, how do you say his name? Imeow, Emo? Oh,
0: Imo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but Yeah.
1: He had, a, he had a cracker, but that's kind of the the, the more perfect version of McGilvray's wave, Like because he's, he's from the zone, so mm. he just knows the line in and just...
0: Jeez, you know, that's a, that wave that in. I know gets in this thing, I think it's number four or five, wow. It's well worth having a squeeze at. But uh, Hoggy? What about Hoggy's weight drop, free fall? Like, I mean, all of these waves are under pressure too. Like you, you, There's a lot on the line. Hog's trying to actually, you know... I guess, validate the work that he's done to get to this place to, you know, it's, it's all or nothing for the hog and he to deliver with that sort of, you know, expectation on himself and, and the need to showcase that, you know, the fucking effort gets rewarded by this cosmic fucking union of just perfect timing. Yeah. Flies out of the pit, vein throbbing like 14-year-old oh, Vorno watching all down the line with Tom Carroll.
1: Ah, yep. I was... Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something else. Fourteen-year-old uh, Smitty <laughs> watching Pam and Tommy. But uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, there's there's endless from the CT uh, genre. You know, Seth Moniz's side slip
2: uh, oh.
1: widow maker backed backdoor like yep. a ten-foot chattery fucking backdoor death trap. But I can only imagine none of them made it in there purely due to some form of licensing agreement and the Wazzle saying, no soup for you, <laughs> stab! no
0: soup for you.
1: You do not pilfer our uh, content. So.
0: Well, look, okay, I'm just going to uh, add a couple more here. Phil's backside air in Brazil this year was as good as that one years ago. That was fucking messed up. Griff's, uh, he got a 10 in Portugal for a similar, t- similar turn. Molly's frontside carve at Margaret's. Oh, if you want to talk about women surfing going to the next level, that was... One of the best full rail turns I've ever seen. And, uh, yeah, anything the GOAT did at Pipeline pretty much in there as well. Jack Robbo
1: at Pipeline. There was a 9.57 there against the GOAT, which was one of the most unlikely. Ah, oh, Jack Robbo's fucking d- d- Widowmaker at When show, it oh, show out! The eight-footer on the four-foot the, day.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of waves that, that could have made this list in heats that mm, didn't. Yeah. No soup for you.
1: Good clarification there. Couple of quick doffs to the cap. Kyle Walsh's backflip, our biggest, cleanest, most... Beautiful one I've seen. That thing is just mind-melting. Mm. Noah Beshin's uh, 540 backside air rev at rocky lefts. I mean, yeah, like, just so big and so insane that he had both the, the fourth thought to know that that ramp had the sufficient pop mm. and then be able to react to that and get his body into a position to generate the extra spin.
2: Yeah, madness. Um,
1: no idea how he managed that. I, I guess he's been practicing just hitting that ramp and, and Looking for the 540, uh, you must have attempted dozens of them because, mm. uh, yeah, when he hits the thing, you're just going, holy shit, this is a big air rev, and then suddenly he just gets the little corkscrew body lingo going and gets that extra rotation. That thing, uh I'm just trying to think, what, has Alby Layer maybe stuck one at that windy left? Oh, I can't really think of a backside 540. It's...
0: It's probably the most impressive one, like, in terms of just exactly what you're saying. Hitting the section perfect, getting full-roaded. Uh, yeah, there's a little a bit of recovery time, but for all intents and purposes, mate, it's a, it's a ripper. It's yeah. a beauty. Doff. Doff. Yeah. Doff away, Smithy. The Yin to the Goats uh,
1: 540 frontside, of Yang in Portugal. Uh, again, not a super clean landing from memory, but, uh, I mean, that just goes with the, the kind of uh, terrain that you're on. You... you entering a whole nother rotational realm fuck it's wild isn't it mm. surfing is right now Oh,
0: it's awesome man uh, just while we're on performances of the year we're talking about stabs list of the 22 most spectacular not the best most spectacular so maybe that's why uh Ethan and some of these CT heats didn't make it but uh WSL has also been putting up potential heats of the year so maybe I'm just going to walk you through a few and just see which one sings to you off the top of your head if you had to pick one here um Just jump on the WSL uh, Instagram. You can watch uh, sort of the best couple of ways from each of these heats. But Joao versus John John at Pipeline and Bells, both sort of in the mix there. Uh, Ethan versus Jack at J-Bay in the final. Hog versus Jack Robbo at Chopes. Um, They've got Tatiana versus Tyler at J-Bay. John John Florence versus Griffin at Margie's. Do you remember that? John John was just on a full heater and then Griffin hits this monster end section, does a full rotor into the flats and uh, asks the question. And then uh, there was the goat versus Seth at Pipeline. So these are the heats that the WSL has put up. What stands out to you there as your heat of the year? I think for me, it's John John and Al. I just thought he pushed pushed him so hard. There was just nugs, detonating everywhere. It was one of those one of those swells where it was relentless, but they got the kind of, you know, that that world champ energy where the best surfer paddles out and the surf just goes mondo turbo for it. Yeah. And Joao was up for it.
1: I loved that heat because you had the absolute wunderkind at pipeline, John, mm. up against a gritty foreigner who, you know, he didn't have the, the pedigree out there. He didn't have the read on the lineup like John had, so he just had to muscle it. And mm. he was just muscling his way into the most fucking filthy frightening pits uh yeah i can remember a couple there i was just like oh my god please like please be okay on this drop Mm. and uh you know just bodies ripping right up the cornhole like just a full atomic wedgie and just coming out screaming that really announced him on Mm. the world stage that and it was cool to have him on the podcast and uh have a yarn with him about surfing those kinds of waves and he it so simply, I, I I just love these waves. Mm. I, I can't actually explain it any more than that. I just yep. love being in conditions like that, and th- that's the only way to surf conditions like that. You have gotta love it. Yep. You have to. If you don't love it, you're just not in the game. Especially oh, against someone like John. It just
0: it had a bit. It had a bit of everything too. That heat, like different styles of pipe surfing. You know, Zhao he's just flinging himself into the fucking moor, and just full-blown wrestler it's like he's wrestling a bear like it's it's that skits you know and then john john is just the master class like rinsing speed as he's, he's taken off and already slowing down as he's free-falling like just masterful masterful stuff like in another realm like lopez but on another planet you know it's just it was such a good heat man such a good heat.
1: At the other end of that spectrum, I really did love the Jack Robbo Ethan Ewing final at J Bay. Mm. I just loved seeing two of the most uh, unique approaches to that wave. You know, Ewing kind of harking back to Paco Current, and then Jack with this free form, spontaneous, jazzy approach to a wave that. Is so hard to surf. Like if anyone's ever been to J Bay, uh, it looks amazing on footage. Looks like it's easy to surf. It's hard to even keep pace of it mm. and, and rip off one turn. Let alone uh, the kind of surfing Jack was doing, just like eyeing off each individual section and just throwing the kitchen mm. sink at it and regathering smoothly enough and, and ripping off another completely electric, unexpected turn. Fuck, I love that. Oh man, that, that and you
0: y- go and have a look at that. I, I just watched it just this morning and jack is doing shit that is so mind-boggling like he's doing the carves the carves are beautiful they're like sweet in the spot hitting the foam ball and comes straight into bottom turns that next turn after the carve where he hits the lip and just fully kicks the tail and blows it and you know like big nose pick fin ditches just full freeform surfing man jazz, jazzy <laughs> oh good stuff uh yeah so plenty to like in these uh end of year lists maybe um i just want to pin you on one more man If, if stab are putting together their surfer of the year thing um men's and women's and also that includes surf clip and surf film of the year if, if you were going to pick just, just the smithy overview of uh, who was your surfer of the year in terms of just, you know, did something, I suppose, that just blew your mind uh, and movie and clip, who, who would they be? Who's your top four there?
1: Hard to go past Nate Florence. Just, he was on a conical cosmic journey mm. all over planet Earth. The yep. guy clocked up more Vishnu than all 27 of the Hindu deities. He was on one, well played. Uh, top four hmm, for the man. No, no, no.
0: Just top. Uh, You've top man, top woman, top video, and uh, top movie, and top clip.
1: Top woman. Uh, a breakthrough year for Sierra Kerr. You know she's got. The tube stays mm. at backdoor. Got a sick one. Obviously, the full rote air rev at Lakey Peak in Stab High was a groundbreaking moment for women surfing. She's still a grommet. Like, what is she like? 16 or something? Mm. Um, she's kind of our answer to Katie Simmers, who is just man. The the sky's the limit for that chick. Uh, she'd be right up there. She uh, you know watching her take on some of the South Coast slabs of Ruspiirk and uh, you know performing solidly in, in Stab High and mm. Just there's no weakness in her surfing, she is uh, kind of Steph Gilmore reincarnated. She's
0: got that Carissa, Steph, like she's oozing it. Like you can just see multiple world titles in that girl's future. Uh, film of the year, mate. Ooh, so I know I, it's a bit hard putting you on the spot without a big list in front of you, but uh, it's
1: got to be in my opinion, it's got to be Nosvid. Yeah, Nosvid was just for the kind of surfing I like, big punts and big pits that really raised the bar. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I was shocked that that, that video hit as hard or or harder than any surf film I've ever seen. And I actually think that, um, yeah, it it was a surf film that was kind of, uh, (laughs) I've been waiting 20 years to see, Mm. Uh, ever since seeing those early book vids, like the attentions Mm. and uh, superstars on on these slabs that are all around where I grew up. And, you know, you're just kind of waiting for a a stand-up who could actually properly Mm. Manhandle and not just surviving at pocket rides. And uh, he's put together an entire video of those waves. This fucking blew my mind.
0: Mm. Yep. And uh, Clip? You got one?
1: Clip? Ooh. Jeez, they they all kind of disappear into a miasma of uh, (laughs) surf content. Yeah, I don't know what the difference between a a surf film and a clip is necessarily. I, Mm. I was trying to think. I mean, I loved... I think it's a surf film, though. I loved Jack Coleman's Natural High. Yep. I thought that was an absolute ripper, just that jazzy cultural opus that uh, it just reminded me of what the fuck I'm doing when yeah. I actually take to the water. It's all about having fun and yeah, taking man. La piss. Love it. Taking it too seriously. Uh, Yourself, one,
0: mate. I had uh, I had Nos as my surf of the year just because I was so blown out by Nas I just uh, I, I love that he didn't necessarily feel the need to just remind everyone what he was up to and what he was doing the whole year. He was just down there just packing it for a couple of years, keeping it all under wraps and then just – Basically fried my brain with that thing when it came out. And um, big props to Mikey Mal for producing probably two of my oh, favourite clips of the year. yeah. Hope
1: he's recovered from that mushy funky he with oh. the Stab Christmas Party. I uh, understand he, he the mycelium. Did a number on him, but I, I think he's alright.
0: Yeah, so uh, Nozvid was my film of the year. Closely followed by the Billabong release. Oh, Interlusion. Interlusion. Oh, man. Loved yeah. it. give
1: him the palm dior. Yeah. Give Come him on.
0: a wet palm. Give him something. Give him the freaking logie for best cinematography. You just killed it. Uh, Steph is my female surfer of the year. I just feel like, you know, she she might not have been on song all season. But when it mattered, and she just the, the two goats book ended this year competitively. You had Kelly coming out, 55th event win to start the season in the most primeval, primordial, conequence, fucking comp we've seen in a million years. The Goat just stands up. And at the end of the year, Steph, on finals day, just sustained venomous intent and uh, basically rewrote what everyone thought was possible on that finals day and just steamrolled him. I mean, no one looked like... After the little wobble with against Brisa right at the start, just took him to pieces. Like, they, they were... You could see the delamination of her competitors the second she got on a roll. They were like, oh, no. And that's what the best have, man. The ability to rattle just with a fucking pure momentum. Like, it's just a glorious sight to see. And as far as women's surfing goes, there was highlights throughout this year. But that day of surfing from Steph Gilmore, pretty much you can watch it like a, a searching for Tom Curran or something. Like, it is just rail shamanistic goat at full full vibration. The yeah. Molecule, Spirit Molecule at full vibration. One of the most enjoyable days of surfing I saw.
1: And it's easy to forget. I mean, it was so long ago, but but Kelly Slater, as you mentioned, at Pipe Masters mm. winning that event, that for sure cements him as, you know, arguably the surfer of the year, of the decade, of the fucking generation. Ah, that yeah. was uh, my favourite surfing performance of all time, mm. bar none.
0: Unbelievable. Yes, a great year. Thank you, Stab, for giving us uh plenty to talk about there with that list of most spectacular rides and uh yeah, uh, a big one with the uh, the WSL. Go and check out those heats, check out some of the rides of the year. A glorious year, Smithy, but fuck twenty twenty three is gonna shit all over it. I can feel <laughs> <No>. it <mate.
1: laughs> Been on It might not be the drop-in heard around the world, but, geez, you could hear Justine DuPont's face slap the water, at least from Oahu, Vaughn, Mm. uh, maybe even Tahiti. Uh, That was after she was faded on a screamer at Jaws by Coconut Willie, a.k.a. Willie Hunt. Now, uh, Vaughn, Mm. there's drop-ins. Then there's getting stuffed in the pit by some shoulder-hopping kook. Then there's getting stuffed in the pit by some shoulder-hopping kook on a 40-footer. As a chick, mm. uh, that wave probably would have been the best wave ever ridden by a woman if she made it, but instead she gets so belted she ends up with a heavy concussion and vomiting in the lineup afterwards. Oh. Wow, I uh, I just sincerely hope someone somewhere blew a wolf pack whistle, <laughs> uh, or at least you know, little Willie offered to mow Justine's lawn or mm. wash her dishes for the week. That's the typical Hawaiian comeuppance for a brutal fade isn't it Vaughn?
0: yep sweep the sand out of the uh, houses or uh, get on the dishes or basically take the garbage out or rearrange the thongs out the front of the house you gotta do something mm. you gotta pay your dues man Johnny Boy said it years ago Perry Dane said it before him Dane Kiloa said it before him Clyde Icow said it before him you don't mess with fucking Hawaiians in Hawaii mate but at the same time when you've put in the time at a lineup and you've, you know, had magazine covers, you're highly regarded as one of the great big wave surfers in the world, surely you've earned the right, Smithy, to sit deep and fucking knife one on your own without fear of vomiting in the channel.
1: Fuck, man. If you haven't seen the footage of this, head over to Justine's Instagram. But basically, she perfectly positions herself and knifes into this thing on this radical 45-degree angle. Uh, That was actually the perfect angle, as far as I could tell. Like, maybe she would have ended up... A bit high in the pit and got flogged, but she was packing that thing for sure. She was getting the pit, mm. knifing one at jaws, like knifing straight into the pit at jaws. It's, it's not something you see all that often. Like not on that. Like she's like under the lip, knifing mm. back during a, a, a fucking section yeah. on the, that the line. Dorian,
0: the Matthews, the Alby, the uh, Kyle Lenny line.
1: There. Uh, well, I still feel like a lot of the the pits out at jaws, it, it, they don't knife straight under the hood. It's like a, it, it's a knifing and, and like it, it Kind of pits, it's not pitting right mm. where they're dropping it. It's like a kind of a beach break takeoff, mm. really. Um, and yeah, I mean, would have been the greatest wave ever surfed by a woman, but uh, and, and a wave that you could make a career on like waves like that are worth fucking tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm. especially to a woman. Would have crashed the internet that thing as it was. Uh, she hits boards atop a. Fuck, I don't know how big that thing was. Twenty to forty foot, I don't know what you call them anymore, but yeah, clashes boards with Willie Hunt and goes arse over tit, smashes a head on the water, heavily concussed, vomiting, you know how it ends. <sighs> I mean, would you like to hear the rundown? This is just give Justin us a rundown her,
0: yeah, on reflection on this uh, yeah. hideous flogging.
1: She said on her Instagram post, I haven't paddled a wave that I'm really proud of in Jaws since my injury during the Piaji Challenge four years ago. I ended up with a broken shoulder and ruptured knee ligaments. Since then, I was afraid to come back and relive the same experience. At the same time, I dreamed of taking a real wave with a committed line to put myself in position to make a barrel. When I saw this Christmas swell, I asked advice to Carlos Burl and Greg Long. I took the last plane ticket that was left from Nazare after 40 hours of travel, arrival at 2 a.m., two short hours of sleep, in the water 6 a.m. The conditions were really nice without being too big and with little wind, which is rare for jaws. When this wave came, I turned around and paddled hard. I shouted. I said to myself, wow, I'm there. A fraction of seconds later, I took a coconut tree on the face that's a little pun on Coconut Williams' mm-hmm. Instagram handle. The fins went over my foot, and I felt right I felt right on the impact of the lip. Like four years ago, I saw a lot of stars again. Uh, thank you to Colomona and uh, Curtis Chongki and all the boys for the rescue. I was in pain everywhere. But I really wanted to take advantage of the conditions, which were magnificent. So I went back to the peak, telling myself that I was fine. After one hour, I still couldn't see well. I wanted to vomit. I had a headache, and I was coughing up blood. It's 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 <sighs> weird. It's weird, isn't it? Like how drop ins, like the same rules with dropping in, don't seem to apply in the big wave realm. Mm. But surely we're getting to a point where you know, when people uh, have turned knifing the west bowl at jaws into an art form, uh, big wave drop ins, they're surely at a point now where they deserve as much scorn as any other drop in.
2: Mm.
0: Which well, is not. O- overtly, sort of attacking or having a crack at Coconut Willie here. If anything, she's uh, you
1: can't, can you? Because he's a, he's a local from the zone, yeah. Like, and he's
0: oh, well, he's packed him. I mean, he's out sure. there. He knows he how he to do it. Reaps, so,
1: but like that is a kook maneuver.
0: Oh, it's a heavy one. Um, <sighs> looking over this, maybe, uh Look, that's a lot of energy to use up and to. Fucking... Look, don't get me wrong. I know, I know that these big wave surfers run on the adrenaline of, you know, making sure they're there at the right time to get a taste of these swells. But, fuck, man. Flying from Nazare, getting there at two, like, not sleeping very well, getting out there. I mean, just it reeks of, like, injury waiting to happen, of disaster waiting to fucking end you. Like... I don't know. Is that does it? I mean, look, I kind of does a little bit, man. Like I mean, that's a lot of energy to put out there into the universe just to to get in that spot, and I don't know
1: for sure. And. the way I look at it, it's like uh, the best waves of your life always come on the backside of hardship and persistence and mm. perseverance. You know, the best waves of your life always come after you've been battling some fucked sweep and copping a thousand waves on the head, or uh, you know, you've been lit up on, on your first couple at the slab, and, and you push through that pain barrier mm. and and find that kind of calm place and uh, really center yourself and. Remind yourself intentionally why you're here, what you came here for and all that. It sounds like she was mentally, emotionally and and, and fairly physically intact. Mm. I'm sure there's a few Wim Hofs and whatnots going down before the session. She checked
0: in with the right people too, Greg Long and Carlos Burl. They're going to know exactly what she's capable of. They'd know her better than anyone. I mean, that that big wave community is super tight. Uh, Everyone sort of has to keep an eye on each other and care for each other in that world, even if you're occasionally burning people. Mm. But uh, yeah, I guess I—I uh, don't know. I just—I just know that, uh, you, yeah. You, you, sometimes you have to work really hard to get those opportunities to surf those waves, and perhaps that's what's happening here. But at the same time, man, far out travel and airports and fucking just all that nonsense—it's all just such a hectic burden on top of just putting in the hard yards to get to a spot to surf. Yeah, it's a it's a whole nother level of, of fuckery it's before you even get there. It's total madness. It's yeah. total
1: madness. I mean, the, the resource spend, uh, both financial, physical and emotional, to get to that spot mm. at, but that at the time, end,
0: But, yeah, I mean, she never really had her own choice, did she? Because she, she copped the drop in. She got, she got smashed. So uh, even if she was in that perfect position, she, it wasn't her say whether she was, uh, you know, exhausted or, or in the right spot or not because she got taken out.
1: Yeah, and it really begs the question whether this is the end of Justine DuPont's Jaws paddle surfing career at the very least. Uh, I mean, I'm sure she could whip. Fuck, how's that one she whipped a while ago? That mm. crazy pit that just blew her out. Yep. It was so ski. It's probably the definitely the craziest wave yeah. or tube ever ridden by a chick. And she's yeah, going to back it up with a paddle one uh, that would go up against anything Paige Arms has packed out there, um, you know, if she made it. It's a good point. She may have gone too high like mm. it's such a fucking skits knifing and, and just caught the outside rail and just weeded into the abyss <laughs> it's
0: funny what you say about uh the drop-ins changing though because there was a, a a well-respected big wave surfer got kind of run down at Waimea on a mid-sized day and uh the lifeguards just fucking have lit up they've uh, been going pretty ballistic man about who should be out there who should be surfing and uh, you could be right. We could be starting to see uh, a, a bit of a game-changing moment here for big wave surfing because I guess in the old days there wasn't that many crew out and, it, and sharing a wave in that sort of surf was probably considered not even a bad thing to do. Mm. But, I mean, surely we've seen enough wipeouts at, you know, Waimea and all these sorts of things to know that multiple riders on a wave that big with boards that heavy is not going to end well eventually.
1: Totally. Totally. And uh, I was just chatting to Josiah Schmucker, actually, got that crazy one we mentioned at the top of the program. I mean, yeah, he's talking about that way of becoming a circus, which is it, it couldn't get more obscure. And hard to reach and hard to surf mm. and that joint, but it just goes to show that big wave surfing is a popular pastime now with impact vests and those little oxygen canisters and you know all these kind of safety mechanisms. Mm. And you've got kind of every man and his dog and even a couple of skits cheeks out there.
0: Yeah, well, I'm just a, I'm taken back to avalanches for that swell back at the start of the year or last year before where it was just mayhem. It looked like fucking peak hour in LA traffic. Mm. Madness.
1: Massive under. under, and uh, yeah, really sorry for to Justine for that one. That's just, it just bummed me out. I was like, fuck, man. This is like the, the opposite of that feel-good story. It mm. should have been the feel-good story, and it just got fucking yahtzed by, oh, it's a bad Jeez. look for male people and male surfing. It was fucking awful.
0: Wow. Man, J- Jaws is, uh, <laughs> I mean, it consistently reminds us how fucking hectic it is, eh? Like, I mean, Matthews, that, that wipeout that almost ended him. He, he tore his... He, all he did was jump off his board. And the speed he was going just ripped his arm out of its socket pretty much, so... Mm, mm. Yeah, Aaron mate. Gold almost dying oh,
1: out there, drowning. Yeah, brutal. it's... it's The amount of ocean in that thing is so mind-melting. Like, it can't be fathomed. Even the jump-off it kill me. Mm. Fucking hell. That's, mm. Yeah, massive under. Very sad, very sad for Justine there. Born a real stop press moment. Uh, Tropical cyclones are declining. I saw this. That's the scoop from Surfline. Uh, Data from the Australian Bureau of Meteorology indicates the Australian region from 1969 to 2000, the long-term average annual number of tropical cyclones was 11 during that period. Since then, that number... It's dropped to nine. Now, uh, here's what we know. Mm. And this is a, an ain't That's swell investigation. Mm. Uh, by numbers are definitely drifting down. Since 1900, tropical cyclone numbers have declined both globally and in our region. They seem to be getting stronger, however. Proportionally, the number of intense cyclones has increased. They're forming in new places. Uh, A shift of tropical cyclone locations appears to be associated with regions of rising sea surface temperatures. Mm -hmm. And a recent 2022 study modelled recent tropical cyclone numbers and results showed an average 13% decrease globally compared to a pre-industrial baseline. More significant was the large decline post-1950. That was a 20% 3% decline Mm. in tropical cyclones, Vaughan, when warming temperatures increased in the past 110 years, Australia's mean temperature has increased by 1.47 degrees Celsius. And in recent years, sea surface temps in our region have regularly veered above average. So uh, it looks to me, Vaughan, as though these petrochemical oligarchs, these puppet governments, these... Coke-snorting, kiddie-fiddling, sex-trafficking freaks. They've gone too far this time. Mm-hmm. Yep. They are eating into our cyclone quota, and that is a disgrace! Mate,
0: do we have the numbers here, Smithy, on mango crops? Uh, have they been dwindling in quality and plumpness and juiciness over the same period of time?
1: Yes, another harbinger of the cyclones. We, we, do, know,
0: we do know that there is a, uh, a mythical belief on the Queensland coast. South of Noosa, Noosa down to uh, the Goldie, that if you have a plump, juicy mango season, then the cyclones will come in on the back of it like you cannot believe.
1: Yes, yes. So, do we know?
0: Do we know if the mangoes are in decline?
1: Well, I'm not sure if the eggheads have bothered to venture up to Bundaberg or. Get up uh, there! What are you doing, you morons? Stradbroke and have a suck on a mango, but they fucking should. Uh, and How's your mango
0: eating been going, just quietly?
1: Yeah, not bad. I mean, you know, sucking them and licking them and <laughs> getting them all over your face and just letting the juices drip oh, down God, my chin. I reckon chin. there's
0: been a few 10 out of 10 mangoes getting around for sure. Oh, oh, mate. Tell you what, up at Burley at the Single Fin Classic this week,
1: there'll be mangoes and peaches galore and I'll be sinking my lips into as many as I can, Bourne. But uh, I digress. <laughs> and the question is, really, how do we halt this travesty, uh, you know, is it just a matter of going to the nearest coal mine and jamming a giant novelty spanner into the machinery? Because mm. uh, I was under the impression that global warming was creating more intense storms, bigger and better waves, and I was all for it. But uh, this changes everything. Because
0: no, this does change It might
1: be more intense, but there's less.
0: Well, I think we just need to get rid of the purple blobs, get rid of those heat maps that show the temperature of the ocean and the... Uh, the pressure points and all that. Just go back to fucking onion rings, isobars, hectopascals. Just go back to the old way, mate. Buy your newspaper, read your Garfield comic, look at your little map in the corner and go, here come the juicy fucking mangoes. I'm going to get some viz up at Kira. That's as simple as it needs to be, Smivy. I feel like technology and just this, con- it's like, it's like the drone thing, you know, it's like everyone's going, oh, there's so many sharks now. There's so many sharks, mate. Oh, fuck it always there. Just, we got drones, like keeping an eye out on all that. Sometimes ignorance is bliss, man. Mm. Just call anything a cyclone if it's an East Coast swell on the Ah. side of the coast and there's a three three to five foot cone out the front.
1: So you're suggesting this could be yet uh, yet another opportunity for the virtue signaling woke bourgeois scientific elite to fudge the numbers and convince us that global warming is in fact on the cusp of destroying our wave quota. I think and, 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 and garner some support amongst the core. Yeah, there's there's gotta be an agenda here. There's, there's gotta to be an agenda. agenda. Is, someone's trying right.
0: to someone's trying to convince us that global warming is bad for the surf. And we you and I both know <laughs> mate, from the last three or four years, if you didn't live in Victoria, you were scoring Viz Vig, Cyclonic Viz. I don't believe it. Fuck it please. Keep burning the coal. Bring on another La Nina.
1: It's been raining for 18 months up here, and there's been nothing but waves. I don't understand one. I mean, uh, there's been cyclones in November. Well, East Coast lows in November, September, December. It's just been a... Uh,
0: there was no spring this year. It was yeah. like three northerlies, and the rest were subtlies. All the points were firing, so... Mm. Sounds yeah, like the mangoes are plump to me, Spivy. Oh, they're very plump. Uh,
1: I'm going to have to give that. It's a hard one, really, to know where to, to sit on, mm. on that one. Uh, I'm going to have to give it a... Mm. I'm going to say an under if it is indeed true that mm. tropical cyclones it's a huge are under
0: if they're declining oh absolutely sure.
1: it's the lifeblood of this here culture of ours mm. imagine if they were right and suddenly there was a day when there was no more east coast mm. lows or tropical cyclones actually you we imagine? did a, uh,
0: a special on cyclones in uh, an old surfing world issue jocks on right? we'll get it on uh, greatest oh. stories never told Good, good insight into sort of the history of cyclones, uh, the, the biggest ones, uh, the ones that created memorable, long, swell events. And uh, it's, a, it's a great read. So we'll get that up. What's
1: your favourite cyclone? Uh, for me, Omar was hard to top. That was mm. just a, an endless swell palooza
0: Oh, no, I've got two favourites. Uh, Betsy. Mm. From, these, these are from when I was a Grom and, uh, you know, I was living at Mullum Bimby, hitchhiking up the coast. Betsy and uh, Cyclone Roger. I was actually on the sunny Roger. coast for that. Gave you a good rogering, didn't he, Woo! Gave us all a good rogering, Roger. Right. The corn had more sand in it, Smithy, than the corn grown on the Sahara Desert. Yeah, it was, uh, it was incredible. I was on the sunny coast. Fuck, it was cooking up there, mate. Cooking. Uh, it was a bit scary for me, actually. I was a bit out of my league. But th- they were the first proper... Cyclone swells I paddled into and went, wow, this is a whole different ball game. Mm. Oh, no, they are Amazing.
1: intimidating. The cyclone swell, as <laughs> glorious as it is, when those points line up proper in that six to eight foot range, and you're uh, greeted with a line or wall of water that's stretching for about fucking uh, mm. fifty kilometres, and you know that you're packing it right up the top, and got to weave your way through mm-hmm. with some vortex shaman and. Ism that you don't even
0: know mm-hmm. exists inside your cells. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, but, fuck, they're just, like, as you say, like they light up this region in particular, um, basically from mid-north coast right up to Noosa and it is just this, it is the playground. Like, you, if you're a surfer and you've never experienced cyclone swells on the east coast of Australia, phew, keep an eye out for those onion rings, mate. Get your teeth into those juicy mangoes. Bite into them. Suck up the juice.
1: How Surfers Get Paid, Vaughn, a mental stab premium documentary series that
0: we've talked about a bit on this program. I reckon series of the year, web series of the year. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I can't think of a, a more informative, fun watch that came cr- from kind of left field and opened the door on a, a part of surf, the surf industry and surfing that no one had really dived into before. Classic. Really well done. A Sam McIntosh special.
1: It's a classic... Sam Max special, yeah, he, he sees things, he understands surfing was a uh, a very talented, uh, you know, professional, semi-professional surfer in his day, he understands the industry and the ins and outs of it better than anyone I know, and he's fucking nailed it here, it's uh, in my opinion, better than uh, Make or Break, Oh, what was, the, what was the surf one called?
0: Oh, that came out this year too, yeah, that was good, but I think it is better, yeah. I think
1: it's better, and it, ironically, like, at so much less of the cost mm. to make, like, uh, and just so captivating. Uh, this one was on energy drinks, in particular Red Bull and how they changed the surfing and action sports landscape with all their investment mm. and innovation and professionalism. And kudos to Red Bull Vaughn for investing in some of our biggest and best athletes, Jamie O'Brien, McFenning, Kyle Lenny, Katie Simmers, Carissa and many more. They've enabled these surfers to increase their performance level wing trophies and make mad videos. Mm. The billion dollar question is, however, what the actual fuck is Red Bull (laughs) and do any of these cunts drink this shit? Uh, And that question sadly was not answered in the Stab Doco, uh, not even floated. And uh, I, I feel it is valid to you know, just ask the question of whether one of the main building blocks of modern professional surfing is in fact some skitzy, sauce brew that no professional athlete would drink on the regular, yet will happily deceive the public by pretending they do for their own <laughs> financial gain. <laughs> and I'm just asking the question, boy, I'm not pointing any fingers around here.
0: I don't know what Red Bull is, mate, but I'll tell you one thing, maybe In the early 2000s, when Red Bull and Vodkas became a a well-known staple of the night out, you combine that with a couple of pingers and...
2: (laughs) 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 Mate,
0: the dance floors were basically just fucking sweaty
1: fireplaces just (sighs) going off. Wow, unbelievable. You thought Saturday Night Fever was a descent into disco madness. (laughs) You should have seen the Empire (laughs) Hotel in King's Cross (laughs) in
0: 2003. Are you kidding me? Oh, Globe nightclub, Oh, mate... uh, pretty much anything down at Darling Harbour, and far out, mate. The toilet smelled like battery acid rolled in diesel. It was hectic. There was
1: smoke coming out of cubicles. There was You'd go in there, and there was a hole burnt in the porcelain. Unbelievable. (laughs) Just melting, melting toilet paper and urinal cakes. It was just like. Right. The the cleaners, the janitors, had hazmat suits when they were cleaning out the bathrooms. It was psycho
0: in there. Well, I think that what we can say with certainty is uh, if we don't know what's in Red Bull, we can say that it is the cornerstone breakfast of tradies all over this country.
1: Oh, that's right. Absolutely. I mean, you've had your six pack for dessert of uh, beer. You wake up uh, poorly slept, grumpy, hungover. You you smash your bean. That's worn off by eight mm. thirty a.m. by the by the you know by a smoko. Yeah. So for smoko, you have a, a bacon egg roll and an iced coffee. And uh, when that's wearing off, you, you hit the Red Bull at eleven a.m. Chain smoke darts to the torturous early avo heat, and then uh just. Belt at home as fast as you can onto your couch for the six pack for mm. uh, the afternoon to get you through you to sleep. And, maybe and stop by,
0: stop by the car park, have a look at the waves. There, it's a bit onshore for me. Abuse some
1: kirk, blow up about how everything's changing around you. Uh, yeah, the
0: Brazilian storm have killed surfing, mate. That wave of John Johns wasn't that mad.
1: Have a whinge, don't surf, go home. Have a uh, enjoy your loveless marriage and uh, kids that don't like you and uh, have. Too many beers and uh, yeah, just kind of uh, imagine repeating that day after day after day and how common it is though, especially in that generation that's like, I want to say over 50. Mm. It's just the way it was done. You just grit your teeth and suffer, suffer mm. and suffer and keep consuming all the things that the matrix tells you to consume mm. and uh, don't pay attention to how it makes you feel. Nah. Just uh, just listen to the ads and uh, just keep sucking down whatever fucking syrup or Gronk tonic or processed food or poisonous uh, lifestyle choice mm. that the capitalist consumerist model is throwing Mate, at you. It's keep actually, sucking down on it.
0: It's pretty incredible, isn't it? Like well, the, the way that life's changing, like the fucking ice bath, breathing, half healthy diet has actually begun to infect the population on a level that... You can see the, the positive changes happening community wide along the coast. You can 100%. actually see it before your very eyes. Like, yeah. Jesus is boring to see, mate.
1: Yeah, and it's coming from it. the younger generation, which is ironic, because it's usually the younger generation that is the most susceptible to, you know, just yeah, the, being the, the, pulled in the wrong direction, yeah, be, yeah. becoming the, the, the pathway. Arrogant, being... violent, uh, local, you know, as I was as a child, as a mm. as a youth. Uh, But now that exact same generation has seen how toxic all those lifestyle choices are and they're they're changing it up. And, I mean, you know, it's so funny how core, hardcore uh, is associated with – it's almost like a a direct line between being hardcore and minimal self-care. Like drinking beer, smoking darts, taking absolutely, completely shit care of yourself is considered hardcore. uh, Whereas – In reality, there is nothing fucking easier on earth Mm. than cracking a beer, drinking it, smoking darts, doing none of the self-care. Like, that's the fucking easiest, softest, most piss-weak choice there is in life.
0: Really. Mate, I've just had the best time watching Cal Robbo's return from, uh, you know, an operation, a fairly hectic injury. He had, uh, had, you know, because of the way that the WCL season's structured now, he goes from rookie of the year in my book... By the way, Rookie of the Year. He just lost it out to Sammy Poopo, but easily my favorite surfer of the year in, out of the rookies. But, you know, he had this little window where he, he could get this niggle done in his ankle or shoulder or whatever it was, and he... Fuck, mate. He's just been on non-stop fucking health patrol, and it's the grittiest shit you've ever seen. It's as hardcore as it gets, mate. It right? is as hardcore as it gets. And get. then he post this video yesterday, just whacking it, Smivy. Holy like, shit. Proper whacking it, and you're just going... Yes, Cal. True grit. That's where it's at. Hardcore. Put in the yards, mate, and get the reward. What's true grit? If you're wrapped in cotton wool from the age of six, have you got true grit? If you're loaded with coin, given stickers and shit, have you got true grit? True, true grit. grit. It's dirt in your crack, it's sweat on your sack when you're breaking your back. It's diesel and dust and doing what you must to get fair up at. Well, true grit is the shit that you get when you're not scared to put in the yards for it. Well, come on, Cal robbo. you're made of the truest grit. You crease little Gabby Medina with a classic woodburn hit. You're backed by Kingy's diesel. You got concrete in your guts. You're a true blue Aussie battler. With True Grit in, you nuts.
1: How is the starchiness of his turns? He is fucking clubbing it like some kind of caveman on a half-dead woolly mammoth's head. is just beating yeah. lips He's until the it. juice
0: spurts out. He's clubbing it, maybe Like a baby seal. Oh, he is. And mm-hmm. speaking mm-hmm. of baby seals... Attack of Cujo Seal. We all know that surfing is one of these rare sports where a wild animal can just... Make up its mind that you're food. And that's it. But in South Africa recently, a seal, a pup seal, seal. A tiny little creature, like no bigger than well, a couple of footies end-to-end, has just got in his head that he's got the taste for flesh. Mm. He's just come after this grommet. Attacked him on a beach, a crowded beach in front of everyone. And once he gets the taste for blood, mate, he's on. He's just ready to go. Did you cop this? I
1: did, yeah. And the first thing that sprung to mind was Seal. whether he was a, a deep descendant of those baby seals that were getting clubbed in the Arctic by uh, unscrupulous mm. oil searchers or oil men and women and whoever That's else wrong. was doing the clubbing. Mm. What a disgrace that was. I mean, we know that the, uh, the killer whale... Can remember things from multiple generations back. And I just wondered whether it was some intergenerational trauma on behalf of this seal. And he just thought, you know what? Fuck these dogs. I can't get a root. I'm an involuntary celibate seal who's lost his pod. I'm going to fucking go somewhere. And he just, went him. He just he's
0: went him. so little. The, bit, the crazy thing is, he's just going this grommet. Like there's people running down and trying to separate him. And he's just, it's like he's picked him in a fight. You know, when you're like, you've got. Back in the day, if you, you're in one of those scenes where there's a fight breaking out and people are holding people back and they've only got eyes for each other, this thing just wants this grommet. He's just mm. after it. But once they clear the grommet out of the way, this thing just goes full torpedo at this chick who's, like, trying to swim in. She hasn't done the, uh, covered the distance in enough time, and he just goes, vzz, whack, and just starts biting her. And, oh, mate, it's just
2: carnage. The carnage of Cujo Seal.
1: Absolute carnage, Yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, you ever had any skits runnings with seals?
0: Oh, I have. I've uh, I actually, of all places, I've paddled out. First time I ever paddled out Pipeline, me and uh, D- Dingo Morrison were sitting out there. Andy King was out, the only guy out. And um, yeah, this giant seal came up right next to me and Dingo, or monk seal, I believe they're called. Sort of golden, real gold pelt with a black nose and just massive eyes and just. Let out a big puff of steam. Uh, I thought it was a seacock at first, but mm. mercifully it wasn't. Wow. Um, never been chased by a seal, but they're pretty spooky, man. Like they, I've, uh, There's a island called Montague Island down off the south coast there, and you can s- just swim with them, and they're playful and curious and all that. But you just, their teeth are big. They're yellow. They're covered in stank. You know, like you don't want to get bit by one.
1: No, nah, it's crazy how intelligent they are. I've definitely had a couple of experiences surfing reef breaks where they're coming up and they're, they're yanking on your leggy, scaring the absolute bejesus out of you, mm. but like toying with you. Yeah. It's so strange. Like that, they, they kind of know how to fuck with you. Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, the closest I've ever come was, uh, I think that, that that classical slab blacks down there, mm-hmm. and this and that need to say where, but it's a filthy orb with some giant... Five meter submarine great whites around and a uh, seal popped up right next to me with a massive octopus in its mouth and wrapped around its head it, that was its lunch but it, it kind of was like so uh involved in this struggle with this octopus that it just basically swam into me <laughs> oh my God. and it just looked at me bug-eyed like fuck like, <laughs> like what are you doing here and then lost the octopus it just managed to get out of its mouth and swim off and he just stared at me for a bit and he just went you fuck look what you've done oh, i remember and he swam off and uh, grabbed his
0: that's hilarious i remember aussie was surfing blacks one day with uh mitch colborne oh
1: iconic section they came psychic migrations they
0: came in from that session it was their first session of the whole trip and uh yeah i think it was tom carey was taking the photos and he was like oh i didn't want to tell you guys but there was a huge shark out there while you were there and aussie looks down over that channel that you paddle across to come in and there's just this little seal doing his little you know Foop foot up and down through the through along the shoreline, and this great white just goes boom, whacks it right in front of him, just where he paddled in. Jesus, he reckons he just couldn't even barely paddle out again after that. Really? He was just surfing, sort of close to the rocks and shitting himself. But um, yeah, the real hero of this story, if you watch the TikTok video on beach grit, is <laughs> this bloke goes out, pulls the seal off the uh, the woman. People uh run down, pull her out of the water, and then he's just holding it there. And, like, a fucking bunch of rotten bananas or something. He just hurls it into the sea. It does, like, nine backflips. And this uh, grumpy little fuckwit just uh, paddles off. But uh, all power to him, I reckon, Smith. Yeah.
2: That's your yeah, look, right. he's
0: got, he might have a little bit of uh, short man's disease, you know, swimming on his beach, getting fucking kicked and flicked by all these tourists. But he got his own back. I respect that.
1: Yes. Over. Over. Big over
2: for KJ Seal. Does John John flowers have Kelly slayed his foreskin in his knee? Does Gabby shave the bits of
0: skin that none of us can see? If you drag your filthy home down to the face of the old man pipe, will sparks fly from a like a comet across the lonely
2: night? Are the wazzles judges crazy? Have they fucking lost the brief? Would we'll Shane her red take 50 grand? Over and let us leave This wedding Seek answers The prophets Will apply So Scoff your shoes And ask us a question We will speak no lies Ask us a question We'll tell you no lie Ask us a question
0: we'll tell you no uh, this one's from will day twin fins on the CT when will it finally happen who's going to finally do it and where will it finally happen it's a good question um, I saw surf radio posted Tom Curran versus Matt Hoy pretty iconic heat from the 90s where Karen walks down for a heat in France or Portugal somewhere like that and He's got one of those sort of mini Simmons, uh, tombstone kind of boards with him, and Hoy's standing there, and Karen just paddles out on the the twin fin and just fucking annihilates him uh, to the point where Hoy's so rattled he can't really even surf, and they end up swapping at the end. And there's got to be waves out there where a twin going to work, surely. I mean, I know these, I know this crew are, are driving highly refined Formula One race cars that are built to get the most punch out of the section when it stands up, you know. But I don't know, man. There was a return to line this year, that Jack Robbo, Ethan Ewing final we were talking about. Like, is there a space for style over substance? I actually think – Or is there substance in the style? mm, The perfect middle ground here is what Fanning
1: wrote in the final of J-Bay when he won it, I believe. Mm. That uh, Not exactly a twin. It was – It was kind of that in-between board, a a twin with a a trailer, but like I don't know if they were actually twin fins or thruster fins with that trailer, but that kind of hybrid between the performance shorty and the twin is such a winning combo, especially for any kind of lackluster down-the-line waves. Um, uh, That, that to me, is where the the twin belongs Mm. on tour. In in maybe a high-tide heat, in France or Portugal. I mean, uh, like, maybe, like, small marginal J-Bay. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, it could, it could definitely happen this year. Philippe's been on the quads in, you know, pretty fun-looking surf, which was not necessarily the board you would think of. Like, people, uh, Slater and crew were riding quads at Big Cloud Break and Chopu and stuff, but bringing it to that small-wave arena, I mean, that's opening the door, surely, to some sort of 20 configuration.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Josh Kerr rode an ASIM at Chopes in a CT heat many years ago. So there's been little, little bits of experimentation. I think the main problem is none of the surfers on tour actually surf twins a whole lot. So they're not going to try out some kind of foreign technology in a high-pressure situation mm. like that. If they were more familiar with that template, that fin configuration then uh, I feel like they'd be more likely to ride it in, in precious scenarios. But it really boils down to the conditions. Mm. But I, I think that that, yeah, you know, like you said, the quad is a, a step towards a twin fin, definitely in terms of feel and, and flow yeah. and speed. And uh, that other variation on that is the is the board I'm riding at the moment. The the thruster, two the outside fin's thrusters and the little trailer in in mm. the middle is such a yeah. Golden combo Wow Luke Daniels You've done me An absolute Spech there brother. Yeah And okay. I,
0: I want to give props To Ian Byrne Who uh, has been Fuck mate This is This is Earn Earn Byrne From the house of Byrne At Burley Dude he's doing These long twins I've got a 6'6 a six, six. Uh, I've put about s- Probably half a dozen Surfers I know Onto them And they are just Perfect boards For paddling Shredding Tube riding uh, and, and cruising uh, they're, they're kind of in that zone that we've been talking about for a long time where if you don't feel the need to just fucking, I don't know, jerk off all over everyone with big power snaps and just be pocket-annihilating them constantly, you can, you can actually just be in the biggest fun zone ever. And they're beautiful boards. House of Burn, Ian Burn, get on the urn. You can just
1: stand there and go along if you like, as Albie Fowleson famously put it, and never a truer word Doth Bean <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty persuasive, if you ask me. Craig Surf. Craggy Surf 86. Is it time to return to the glory days, Smithy? Uh, when Pipes maxing out and unrideable, do we send the men's and women's tour to Waimea Bay instead of having lay days? Oh, throw me back to the Billabong Pro circa 86, 87, where you could go from Pipe to Sunset to Waimea all in one event. Wow. Yeah, that's next level.
1: That's insane. Yeah, I mean, could be look, time for it. Why not? Let's throw Katie Simmers out at 20 foot Waimea. Mate, I mean, doff the gaff, pack your rhino chaser mm-hmm. for your tour event in Hawaii and be ready to send it at the bay.
0: It's a really, uh, I think, the big challenge, one of the big questions for the tour in 2023 is what is too big? Because uh, we, we just revisited the Fiji 2012 in The Greatest Stories Never Told. Check it out if you haven't. But that was the day, wasn't it? That was the, the 1986 Billabong Pro where Wyoming um, was closing out and they just sent them out anyway. A few guys got caught inside. A few guys refused to paddle out. Fiji 2012, the opposite happened. They didn't surf. And uh, the greatest day of, of, you know, mortal cones, probably the most consistent tube rides ever seen at that size got passed up by the uh, ASP at the time. So what 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 do you see happening if... You know, we get to, like, I don't know, like, uh, uh, barely rideable chopes. Like, but you can do it, but barely.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've seen contests run in those conditions, that Code Red, Swell. Uh, whenever that was, 2012. Was that 2012 as well? Was it 2011? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the question is, with those kinds of uh, waves, like, why and stuff, is like, how do you score them in the modern age? Mm. What Like, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't, really get it. Like, I. You know, there's the, the the drop, the steepness, the positioning on the drop. But is that enough to, to separate the world's best uh, in a world tour event? I mm. mean, they've done it in the past. But I don't think it's
0: possible. I'd love to see it because the other thing is the, the, um, the permits. Everyone's, there's limited permits so that the surfers, local surfers can actually surf their waves and there's not just comp after comp backing onto each other. I think there's like very few handed out. Backdoor Shootout's got one. Billabong's got one. WSL, sorry, uh, WSL have the pipe Billabong one. Vulcan Vans have the uh, the pipe, pipe, Masters. pipe Masters now. So like, that's, is the
1: Vulcan Pipe Pro still a thing?
0: Uh, no, no, it's not. But I think there's uh, still like a, a low starred queue there for regional service. HIC.
1: One but yeah, I just don't
0: think it's going to happen anymore, mate. I don't think it can happen.
1: I mean, I, I'm just kind of baffled by scoring an entire wave. On just the takeoff and and how that's uh, how that's really possible. I get it in the eddy and stuff because mm. you know guys are sending it on forty footers and the
0: eddy's back, so that's good news.
1: Mm. Mm. Uh, but for a CT event, I just don't think it's really possible. Would be sick though. Mm. Uh, I do. I
0: do miss those miss those good old days, Craigie. I miss them, mate.
2: Get back on protection, your mate.
0: uh got one here from Hambo. Hambo Estrada legendary surfer photog from New Zealand. Good to hear from you, mate. Happy 23. Is there a Swellian soundtrack on Spotify? We've been asked this a lot lately. Might have to just whack it up, eh? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. We'll get it up. Uh, we'll let you know when it's live on Instagram. Hope you get the lot, you dog. Got
1: one from Luke Ewing. Oh! What would you do if you were working for the widow of great Australian artist Brett Whiteley and one day you were given a load of old surfer mags that were clogging up her library? Got home, flicked through, and found a center spread poster of MR at Off the Wall, turned into a trippy collage with oil paints, obviously done by the genius Brett Whiteley himself. <laughs> Would you give it back? <laughs> this happened to me 12 years ago, and yes, I gave it back.
0: You idiot! Oh my God, is that a true story? That's a true story.
1: That's one of the best I've heard. So, what? Brett Whiteley has made some trip tyke montage of the great wounded gull, son of a used car salesman, merry weather, board riders, absolute finest world champion, four-time world champion. Uh, Pre-shingles. Yeah, Pre-shingles. Back when he was better fit and He strapping. found a Brett Whiteley yeah. of
0: MR in a surf mag and gave it back. Yeah. Whew. Jeez. That better man sick. than I am. Mm. Better man than I.
1: That would look at home in the uh, Burton Toyota surf museum, wouldn't it, Vaughan?
0: <sighs>
1: a Brett Whiteley... Of Emma.
0: Has Emma seen it? Does, uh, does he have a photo of it? Can we get a, a look at it? Oh, I'd, love a I'd love to Must have a photo. him up. Mm. Well, Please I mean, 12 it years
1: him. ago, he's in the modern age. May well have a photo on a old version of the iPhone. Yeah. What would you do? Would you give it back? I mean, I think you're doing your duty there. In that situation, it's one of the, the few situations where theft is actually the correct course of action. Mm. Uh, I can think of a couple of others. Um, unemployment benefits. Um, well, the way to look at it, Smithy. Taxable incomes, if it's going to be spent on weapons of mass destruction. I agree, I agree.
0: But is the estate of Brett Whiteley and the, uh, those who benefit from that estate, are they hard up for coin? Like, are they... Uh, what's your contribution to the culture of this nation by giving that back? Like, will it, will it find a home in a good place? Or does it become, you know, a museum piece that just feeds the bank accounts of people who are, are living off the Brett Whiteley estate? Yeah, the stipend.
1: end. Yeah, and there's a couple of them. Don't worry about that. I visited the Brett Whiteley Galler-ly, Gallery in Surrey Hills there and was actually ejected by the what? staff member. She uh, looked at me as though I was about to steal an artwork, oh. and uh, I said to her, "Look, I'm in here looking for an MR trip tyke and I can't see one, so I'm not stealing any of this fucking <laughs> horseshit. This shit, bunch of fucking smackhead scribbles with painting, like fucking rubbish. It's rubbish. So uh, I just stormed out of there. The, the disrespect oh, i was shown in, in, in that in that gallery. I mean, yeah, you definitely should have pocketed that MR. I want to see that. Yeah, in.
0: I want to see a photo of it. Send it in. Oh, timbo sorry. fraser are you guys coming back to margaret river and doing another show this year pretty pleased mate we are coming and we are coming in strong special announcements about to be launched i think we'll be uh yeah we'll be basically letting people know where and when the live shows will be coming but they're going to be beauty smithy
1: hey Threading the vortex uh asks what's a banana handshake a friend suggested i get one when i'm in bali next look Why wait till you get to Bali? Uh, (laughs) Banana handshakes are exceedingly common, in fact, and uh, you can get them really anywhere, especially if you're in a committed relationship, even if you're in a non-committed one. Mm. So I would suggest that Threading the Vortex uh, asks the very next person passing on the street for an old-fashioned banana handshake Mm. and just
0: see what happens. Just be careful when you get to Indo banana handshake not to be confused with Make Banana Cry.
1: Yeah, that's right, and uh, because if banana does in fact cry or if the banana is hand shook, mm. uh, you may
0: end up... On flagrante delicata. Yes,
1: don't want to be on a trumped-up flagrante delicata, <laughs> that's for
0: sure.
2: <laughs> Pretty piss week, if you ask me. Last
0: one's maybe the noisy surfer. It's just as uh, Doinker drops his guts yet again. Mm. What's he been eating? Beans?
1: Uh, yeah, he's been on the, the beans and brown rice
0: eight-pack <laughs> program. Jeez, he's, uh, he's got some... mass. Uh, He's got some meat on the bone there. Oh, mate.
1: he's all tick, ribbon, dangy at the moment. Whew,
0: the noisy surfer. This is a... Uh, I, I haven't heard about this. Maybe you have. But, I mean, how's this for insult to injury? Who pinched Teresa Bonvalot's purse at the Eva piss-up only to return it the next morning after failed attempts of purchases on Australian websites? So, Teresa Bonvalot, you may recall, was sitting in fifth place going into the last event of the season, the last changers, and uh, got... Basically pushed out by our Soph McCulloch winning the event. She's gone to some party, had her purse ripped off, and someone's tried to buy stuff on an Aussie website—probably uh, I don't know koala mattresses or um, Kingie's Diesel or uh, you know Ooh. one of these uh, all-time Aussie yeah true blue handmade homegrown Aussie businesses. But really to, sh- to no to no luck.
1: No, you're shortening the pool of suspects too. There, uh, you really wonder what was being bought. I mean, if it was, uh, you know, slabs and slabs of beer and, um, you know, mm. a, a year's supply of Dirty Bird, you may be looking at Wade Carmichael. <laughs> but, uh, but he's you know, spon-
0: He's sponsored by Young Henry, so I don't think he's, well, that's uh, true. he doesn't need the beer.
1: No, but if you're looking at, uh, you know, an advanced hair subscription, you might be looking at the Big O. <sighs> So plugs. the clue
0: will be in what websites were visited.
1: Oh, I think uh, you don't have to be uh, Inspector Morse to mm. figure out that. Uh, just, you know, if it's like uh subscription
0: to... Uh, Could it have been one of the jilted Aussie surfers who finished 11th, 12th or 13th on the men's just outside the cut? Morgs, Chippo, Dylan Moffat. Mm. Just went, well, there's a purse. Gonna spend a bit of coin here.
1: Spend a bit of coin. I have. Uh, I'm about 150 grand in debt from doing the changers and mm. coming up short multiple years in a row. Yeah, I mean they got heaps of loot in Portugal, don't they? Uh, obrigado for that one. Bond a mm. oh, I'm gonna run up an old fashioned <laughs> deadaroo
0: <laughs> on you. <laughs> See you at the single fin, brother. Tomorrow. Oh, of Ain't That Swell is brought to you by the Burley Single Fin Festival presented by Billabong kicking off today, Friday afternoon 4pm, Burley Bowls Club for Ain't That Swell Live a free show and the world premiere of Beneath a Pear Tree Ryan Callanan's new flick see you there, see you on the weekend up the fucking swellians